These are fun, off-the-cuff discussions on movies and streaming series, both new and old. Together, we'll attempt to bridge the gap between Hollywood Industry Insider and the casual viewer. This is Alec. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to the Cinema A to B Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cinema A to B. Alec, uh, today I've got another big box office monster from last year. That's kind of been a theme for us this season is talk and shop on a lot of the the bigger blockbuster pictures from 2022. So today is is the follow-up to the smash hit Black Panther. This is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And so I just want to, I want kind of your initial impression of of the f- sequel. Um start off moving. The first like the intro part where they're you know, with uh, T'Challa's death and kind of how they handled it. Really powerful. Really, really liked it. Um, however, once they kind of got into the main part of the story, it, it didn't lose me, but it became un- not as interesting. Um, it, this movie is definitely highly flawed. Uh, you know, it's hard. I mean, Black Panther was is one of my favorite Marvel films. Uh, it's probably it's easily my top 10 of Marvel films. Um, it's Obviously, it's not an origin story, but the closest thing that Black Panther had to an origin story, I just felt it was really tight, really good. This did not. This had a lot of bloat, had a lot of storylines that I didn't think needed to be there. Um, I also really didn't like the whole Namor, um, that uh, that storyline built in here. Um, I, I mean, I like Namor. I liked that, like that idea, that culture, but it just kind of felt weird having these two cultures kind of fight each other. Um was like, why are we having the two oppressed cultures, you know, battle it out for supremacy, you know, or whatever, these kind of things. Like, why didn't they team up though? You know, whatever. Um, it just, it didn't pull me in like outside of like what I think two thirds of the way through Angela Bassett's little, like, like speeches or whatever and things of that stuff, those kind of things that was really good. But really for me, it was all like the first 20, 30 minutes of, of it. I was really into it. And then the rest of the two hours I was like, okay. I mean, again, not bad. It's not a DC film, but it's <laughs> definitely going to be in the bottom half of my, you know, MCU films. So, um, you yeah gosh it i felt like the the writers directors producers had this really tough task ahead of them mm. of feeling obligated to honor chadwick while creating something some piece of continuity to get to get the story pushed forward it's clunky yeah i think as a i think as a in memoriam to Chadwick, I think it's largely successful. I think those emotional beats resonate, but the, I'm with you. I think the, the central portion of the story in, involving the other central characters is, is long. It's bloated. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie has a two hour and 40 minute runtime. I don't feel just, like that was appropriate. It just really, it really drags in places. And then Am I in the minority here? I really wanted Lupita Nyong'o to be Black Panther. Like I, I yeah. didn't. I like Letitia Wright. I, I think she's a fine actress. But if if I look at the star power coming into this movie with what Lupita has done since the original Black Panther, her star is so much bigger at this point that mm-hmm. to me that made the most sense to have her carry the mantle. I mean, and and. 
I hate saying that because I don't want to take anything away from Letitia Wright, but I just I kind of came away from that going, oh, I really wish she was she was black carrying the mantle right now instead, because it felt like and this is spoiler heavy. Yeah, I, I think for me to discuss this movie properly, it's just going to have to be I think we're going to have to spoil stuff. But it, I looked at where the movie was, the narrative was from the start and then where it ended and just not enough took place. Like, yep. you know, like Namor's still around. He's still a bad guy. His intentions are still bad. And, and I wouldn't even say bad Mixed. guy, like the anti-hero kind of a situation. Yeah, but you he, know, like he's using, you know, he's he doesn't have a true alliance with Wakanda. Yeah. He's using them just like he kind of always was. He's just selfish and cares about his own own. And people. then they do that mid credit reveal that T'Challa's son is, you know, alive and well. And, mm. and he's the, you can tell where Marvel wants to go with this, that yeah. we get probably the next movie is Letitia, right? And then an older version of T'Challa jr. Basically. Um, and and they're probably going to want to hand off the torch then. I just I came away from this wondering if this might not have been executed better as a limited series on Disney Plus. Like what like everything that's in this. Letitia Wright's character, Shuri grieving, the grieving process, which was really good. She did a mantle. great job doing that. Yeah. Yeah, no the acting is the acting's really good throughout. I mean, you get strong performances from everybody. Angela Bassett's Great. It's amazing. And, and she is. She's really deserves good. the Oscar nom. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. To... Yeah. And so but I wonder if it couldn't have been if this wouldn't have been better served, fleshed out over, you know, eight episodes or something to. It's a it's a thought. It's a thought. Yeah. See, I totally get you, you know, get where you're coming from. For me, I'm like, let's take let's excise Namor. Let's excise uh, Riri or whoever, whatever Iron Man want to be. Uh, I mean, not want to be. I mean, I know she's a comic book character, but like, you know, the Iron Man 2.0 something character out. Get those storylines out. They didn't add anything really to it. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't have um, a lot of this movie, but. But instead of this looking outward, kind of continue to look inward of like, how is this, this culture, this kingdom, like dealing with this, like have a little bit more kind of um, not infighting, but kind of have a little bit more just focus. It, it could be a small story. It doesn't need to be this huge gargantuan story. Have it be a movie about loss. Have it be a movie about how this come and handle and how they're dealing with these, like the whole like other nations trying to find vibranium total like that would have been far more interesting like i'd be perfectly fine with you know martin freeman's character you know and uh julia uh Dreyfus character kind of and different cultures and how they're fighting that take away those other two we don't need those i mean maybe introduce riri but keep out namor you know or take out all of that and put in namor like i feel like they wasted namor on this movie uh you know to try to fit it in bring in another bad guy or or whatever another culture um when it could have been a lot more powerful just about loss and grief. You know, I don't know exactly what the story would be like, but um, Dylan, going to what you were saying, I also really wanted Lupita to be um, Black Panther. And in second place, I was really wanting uh, Winston Duke, who plays M'Baku, to play. That, I, I could just watch that guy all day long. Like, oh, he he's is, so like, good. He's, he's fantastic. So yeah, you know? he's awesome. Um, so like those – like, and while – uh, Wright is uh, she's a great actress. She did a 
you know, great in the role. I really felt the grief, really felt that. I, I just don't feel it for her character. Her character is not not against the Black Panther, but kind of more like, I've got more important things to do. And I mean, I guess you could say this is kind of about stepping up, doing your duty for your country and those kind of things. But when you also, you could also be about that kind of grieving process of like, maybe this, you know, isn't a passed down through family lines royalty maybe this is something else you know maybe this is like we are people we are a culture who is the most among us so i would have like really liked lapita to be it i really would have loved winston duke heck i would have liked um oh uh deny uh who plays okio okay or whatever the like what like she's been like rock solid through all of it like just like serving the throne like i would almost be like she should be the next Black Panther. Like, well, especially speaking. right, especially if this is going to be somebody that's kind of temporarily carrying the mantle yeah. for a time. Which, like I mentioned earlier, that feels they like hinted. what they're he- where this is headed. Yeah. And I, the question I think is, do they make Shuri? Does she somehow become villainous and kind of impedes T'Challa the second from from taking the throne? Like, I think there's potential for some nice conflict there, kind of inter interfamilial conflict again, like mm. the first movie had, they've got a lot of places they can go with this and it made plenty of money that we are going to, I mean, obviously, sequel. yeah, we're getting a sequel. It, yeah. they even put it at the post credits, black Panther will return. So mm-hmm. we're getting something. So I think they've got some nice places to go, but there's a, there's long stretches of this movie that just drag. Yes. Really, <laughs> really bad. I, I, the anything with more of the grieving process, like you said, is is stuff that works um, as a drama. It works really well as an as an action adventure film. I find it really lacking. The final third uh, action sequence, the big tentpole, like let's fight on a boat, you know, all this stuff. I was bored. Like, I mean, so I, was I not, not bored. Maybe I'm bored. I just didn't care. Like, you know, one, because I'm like, <sighs> This whole like these this huge army like Namor supposedly has this huge army that's bigger than than you know Wakanda's like but why it wasn't it was like a hundred people yeah you know like like he it, wasn't yeah it just it it was frustrating like I it just it fell for us now granted some of this could have been vastly different if you know uh, T'Challa was still there you know like if they still had um. Uh, you know, the, the old storyline, like it could have been a much better film because the first one is like is solid. It is it's solid movie. It's not not the best Marvel film, in my my opinion, but it's definitely a solid, solid. No, but it's, I I put it in the upper crust of the yeah. MCU standalone movies. I mean, it definitely as far as the first entry, Black Panther as a first entry was way for me was way better than like Thor. Oh, yeah. Well, because, again, one of the great things well, well, with Thor, it's the same thing, but like some of the other um, origin stories, it it's the storyline is contained. It makes sense why all of these other superhero characters are not coming into fight. Like in the first Black Panther, it's all super contained. It's all just within Wakanda, them kind of doing the Civil War. And like that, you know, seeing some of these other things where these other origin story movies where it's like, oh, the world's going to end. I'm like, well, why is it just you? Like how, how could none of the other superheroes have gotten there? You know, so so I, I felt like, yeah, a, a grieving more like it doesn't need to be this temple action. I know probably that's what a lot of you know people watching Marvel films would want. But like, let's ha- let's, you know, let's let's do something different. Let's just, you know, 
let's try something else out. Like let's expand what Marvel films can be. You know, comic books are that way. You know, every comic book didn't always have you know the most actionable sequence. I mean, like they had to build up to something, and sometimes you focused on grief or you focused on this. You know, so I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't think the new. I don't think the movie knew what it wanted to be. Yeah, like they want. They needed to commit to either being a rousing action adventure that probably with a hour and 45 minute or two hour runtime yeah, or drama with the same runtime because you would have cut more action. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Cause I, I did, I felt like any of the emotional beats hit pretty hard. I mean, yeah. there was another movie that, that kind of did this well too, with, with really honoring a, a late actor, which was Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm -hmm. But it's a much that's a much tighter movie. Like it, it kind of yeah. knew what it was. Um, and obviously, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever didn't have the same ability to incorporate Chadwick into the narrative the way that movie did. So that's not a completely fair comparison. But yeah, it felt like it. It felt kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just sporadic. Like it jumping from from the action adventure and then and then the movie completely like just wastes Martin Freeman and yeah. like they, they might as well not even be there. They don't it, they don't it didn't advance the narrative at all it, at all. Like it, it just it cuts it's cutaways to them occasionally to just kind of keep them in the mix. But there are there are two or three narratives in this that that really are dead end. They just don't go anywhere. I could see where they would want, you know, want Martin and uh, Julia in there just to tie it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe or at least move her character around um, or move forward and stuff like that. But I don't feel like her character moved at all. Like she's no oh. different than what I've seen her in all like the the TV shows, you know, on Disney Plus or whatever that we, you know, they've been watching. Like her character is the same. She didn't change, didn't need it. He didn't change, didn't need him, you know. And again, with, with uh, Riri or whatever, I forget what her comic book name is, but same kind of thing. Like, I don't – again, if this was a little bit – a lot more inward approach, a lot more less focus on us, you know, or just Namor and like, I don't know, like the two cultures dealing with each other. Or I don't I, – and obviously I didn't write it. I'm not a writer, but I just felt it was a lot of bloat. It just – you know, and granted, some of it is they have to kind of tie into the greater – cinematic universe you know culture but so many other movies i mean you watch eternals there's almost no connection to any other mcu you know uh no. movie at all so it's like it's not like it has to have it you know sometimes it benefits from it but like the original outside of like the uh mid-credit scene or the end credit scenes the original like origin stories all the movies didn't really connect at all like iron no. man thor captain america um you know, Hulk or Incredible Hulk or whichever one it is, um, yeah. they didn't really connect to each other until Avengers. No. And it was always just the mid, you know, the credit scenes that kind of connected them all. So I will say, though, the MCU does seem to have this track record where the second entry of these is not good. Like it, it, Captain America, Winter Soldier is an exception rather than the rule. My Thor, second the, favorite. the second Thor wasn't that good. Um, not compared to, to Ragnarok. No, not at all. No. Dark world was not, I don't know. I didn't think dark world was that great. I see. I don't, I don't, what's another, I what's it. another one where the second entry wasn't Iron Man the second two. In, oh, Iron Man two. Exactly. Not, not a good, 
not a particularly good movie. And then even the second Avengers film wasn't that great. No. no. Was it with the they wasted the cyborg? Yeah. With um oh my goodness. Ultron? Yeah. Ultron. Was it Age of Ultron? Yeah, it was Age of Ultron. That was such so, a yeah, waste they, of Ultron. Yeah, so. they seem to have a track record where they really have a hard time with these second entries in the cinematic universe. So yeah, here's another Guardians one. of the Galaxy Two. Like yeah, you take out exactly. Baby Groot from that movie and it's terrible. Like and Baby the, Groot's the only thing that saves that movie. Yeah, so. and then the Mary Poppins line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. But no, so they seem to struggle with how to move these forward. And then you throw then you throw the really tragic death of Chadwick into the mix. Yeah. And I just think they had the the decks stacked against them. And they mm-hmm. still produced a movie that everybody saw. I mean it it made it did very well. Yeah. It's not like it tanked the franchise. Like they're they're fine. They're in good shape. Um so so fun fact that the two sequels, the second, the second outing that I think ha- were better than the first, they both slightly changed the, the aspect of the movie, like what it was. It wasn't, it was no longer just an action film. Like for example, like Captain America, Winter Soldier, I would say it's closer to like a spy thriller with action than the typical MCU action. And then yeah. I would say Dr. Strange in multiverse of mm-hmm. madness or whatever went horror Mm-hmm. with MCU action as opposed to typical MCU action. I think that the second Doctor Strange is far superior than the first one. And the first um, one's a good movie. Yeah, it's solid. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's your typical orange origin story like yeah. I was eh, you know, yeah. Benedict is great and like that that between him and Wong that really saves He carry I mean, he carries Yeah. He carries the first movie as you would that's why you cast Benedict. So But Captain like but but like stuff like Captain Marvel or whatever was just terrible. Like the like boring stuff with you know origin stories like they're the same I've thing i know where they're movie. going oh you don't need to it's no, i've it, never seen it, it's, in, marvel. It, it's not the it's for me it's not the it's not the worst uh marvel yeah. film but it is definitely in my bottom 10 of marvel films yeah if anybody but, on the listening to the podcast thinks that i've seen every mcu entry no and i won't i, I won't there's too many i mean i've seen probably 90 percent of them but i no there's I, there's stuff that i choose not to watch I have seen them all. Um, I went. I went to opening night for all of the uh, what Infinity War saga mm-hmm. movies. But essentially, since then, I don't think I've seen a Marvel film in the theaters for the new phases. Like since um, Endgame. So, which right. that's a different, larger story. But I was not happy with Endgame. So I mm-hmm. really, I <laughs> Infinity War was. So, superior in many ways oh, but that's beside the point um yeah anyways but black Panther, yeah it 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 just does it, it kind of wants to be that typical mcu action film with some other stuff put in where i think it should have focused on being that drama yeah. maybe some action in you know if yeah. it done that and had gone the way away from being a typical mcu film then i think it would have done better and also the other, trimmed at least 40 minutes if yeah not. and the other thing and this is this is totally subjective but I'm going to say it anyway. I kind of questioned large sections of the edit in this movie. Hmm. It's not as far as the way action sequences were edited, right? The, the, the editing is, is great in that regard. But where certain scenes fall in the movie, I kind of questioned. Hmm. Like, I didn't, I didn't like that I was spoon-fed Namor's origin story with him voicing over and then them showing me the visual of his mother and the tribe. 
show me that whole thing at the beginning of the movie with no context. Mm-hmm. Just show it. Just show it. Because I'm, I think the audience is smart enough to piece together who this is. And then you don't have, he doesn't have to explain it to Shuri. Like I, I, it just felt it, that it felt less creative, like open the movie with the, the Mayan tribe and all that plays out with him with no context at all. And 20 or 30 minutes in, I'm going to put two and two together. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, the, the whole th- show me, don't tell me, so, which I, so be- I believe in film. Yeah, I think I think that actually, uh, as you're talking about it, making me think like I think that's a brilliant idea, putting that in the forefront. And then right after that, you have the Americans drilling for vibranium. And so then you so then you open them up as like, here's his origin real quick. And then like, here's here is the the story of, uh, you know, like here's the villain beginning or whatever, why he's the bad guy. And then it's a, it's a thought, but it also opened really well. Like, well, I I don't know, like T'Challa dying. Yes, it was powerful, but I think for me, it really hit like that, that the first, I rewatched like the first 30 minutes before we, we uh, were talking about this. I think I watched it yesterday or the day before. Mm -hmm. And just to kind of remember, and I was like the, the actual, like, um, funeral scene is really powerful but i actually i remember correctly like the whole stuff with with uh shuri right at the beginning of him dying actually didn't hit for me like it was wasn't until like they are celebrating his life it, that i was really like oh okay yeah he's it gone was, he's like, yeah it was kind of it was too early i mean i think the the moment where it really kind of is more impactful is you see that that piece of like street art of mm-hmm. t'challa yeah on the wall kind of during or after his funeral it's on, when they're doing the parade the parade through, yeah but um, the reason the, the scene doesn't hit as hard at the beginning is because they don't ever show chadwick yeah like there's no visual right it's just it's the, it's the dna kind of hologram and her trying to come up with a solution and yeah it's it doesn't it's not as impactful i yeah. think i think that scene that whole scene in the open of her failing to save him could have been used in an intercut later mm-hmm. in the movie with something else and would like, have felt more powerful. Almost like at the funeral or something like that. Like a, yeah. as she's hearing him talk, she's re- reviewing how she yeah, failed. Yeah, that's perfect. You know? That would have been perfect. Yeah. It, this Look, is we, should, we should have made this 20- movie. We should have made, yeah, <laughs> made the movie. No, it's easy for, yeah, it's, it's easy for us to sit back from my armchair yep. and armchair quarterback here uh, quarterback this movie. But that's just a thought. Yeah. It's just a thought that some, some additional intercutting would have played better. And now this, I have no problem saying this movie was made by people infinitely smarter than me, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, you know, it's just a thought. It just, I felt like there were emotional beats that hit. Most of them did hit where they wanted them to. And, but a lot of them, and then anything in the, kind of an adventure narrative didn't i didn't care well and also i I think you know how kind of going back to what we've touched already on previously but how much leeway was ryan coogler given you know as well or the the creative team behind black panther like did they have as much you know interference from from you know the main marvel cinematic people or were they kind of like hey you did great in black panther just go to town you know and so no one was challenging them of like this doesn't feel right you know so I can I'm only, a- yeah, I hate doing a ton of conjecture, but my guess is with, with Chadwick passing that 
this thing was handled with kid gloves the whole time. Mm. Yeah. For fear of, I don't know, fear of what? Because when you have that many people involved that worked personally with him that are devastated at his death, the idea that any of those people would create something of poor quality is, is a baseless fear. Yeah. But you can overthink this stuff mm-hmm. in trying to make it this, this perfect film, perfect um, memoriam to him. And I think I'm repeating myself again, but I think they got that part right. Yeah. I think they should have just focused more on that the whole time. Cause when Letitia writes crying, like anytime she, at the end, when she's releasing her emotions and finally grieving him, like I full well knew that she's not acting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she's not, she wouldn't have to, she worked, she worked with him. You know, it doesn't take an actor long to get into that headspace of somebody that they've actually lost. Yeah. So that hits, but should have just been more of that. Not, not this weepy movie, but just more of how do we process grief as a family when it looks like the odds are just really against us. And Mm -hmm. there are shades of that in the movie where it really works, but it's too bloated and they cut away from that too much for me to get, completely invested the way I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. And then if we just had more Winston Duke as M'Baku, cause that Winston Duke's the man, dude, I, I don't know what, I don't know what they need to cast him in and away from this, but he needs to be in something Prano. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what he's awesome. He's tremendous. He's funny. He's like he's, he's charismatic. He's got that presence. Like when he's, he's on he does. screen. And it's not, like, that he, it's just not like, just that he's huge. Like it's no. not, it's not literally that he's just a mountain of a man, which he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's six, five, man. but it's not just that. Like he's, he oozes charisma and he needs to, he needs to be in something away from the MCU. Yeah. I, I think he could lead something too. Like I think he could mm. power a vehicle of a movie of some kind. I think you know? so. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, we've said it once. We'll say it again. The performance and the the acting talent on hand is is strong. Yeah. The problem is there's just too many characters. I think there's just too many. Because I agree with you, um, Riri. Yeah. yeah, Riri feels like she just should be rolled into another character. Yeah. Like I. And there was nothing about it for a performance. Like Dominique did a fantastic job in that. Well, in they that. had and they fooled me for a second because there was a, there was a there were a few minutes in there where I thought she was going to be the next black Panther. Mm. And I think that was done on purpose. They, they, they kind of got me there. I, I thought, well, are they, is, is that who's going to take the mantle? But I don't, I don't think that was ever the intent. Yeah. But, so. but you well, have any, uh, you have parting thoughts on this? Uh, no, just another, not, I wouldn't say miss, just not another, another hit um, from Marvel. Um, I'm going to continue to watch. I'm going to continue to, to, to see what's going on, but it definitely didn't, um, make me what didn't wow me. Didn't, I didn't walk away like seeing, you know, winter soldier or the, the first Avengers or infinity war or, you know, any of those. So no, no, but it did buy them. The, the narrative can go forward. And yeah, I think, I think now that expectations have kind of come back down to earth, 
that they hopefully can create something really special that Scott Black Panther three or whatever the yeah. subheading is going to be. Well, we'll wrap it up. I thank everybody for tuning into another episode of cinema A to B. I do want to encourage anybody that um, would like to kind of keep tabs on what we're up to, to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. It's going to be at cinema A to B. And then the, the only place you can actually watch us is YouTube. That's at cinema A to B as well. If you like what you've heard, encourage you to subscribe and uh most importantly i love when when folks comment on youtube and kind of give their take on on these shows and movies that we're talking about and how we're wrong all right everybody thanks everybody <laughs>